Good Risings, I'm Liz Earnshaw, and this is Hash It Out. Over the past few years, I've seen the rise of a specific type of couple enter into my therapy office. The overworked, overstressed, doing everything, but feeling good at nothing couple. This couple often enters the office citing that they've lost touch with each other, that they fight a lot, that they feel unloved and let down. They express that they want things to improve, but they don't have enough time with each other. When I ask why they think they're struggling, they describe their theories. We aren't a good match. My partner isn't sensitive enough. I'm not devoted enough. They're lazy. I'm lazy. We don't know how to argue. It's their parents' fault. When I ask what they're willing to do to fix it, they often feel at a loss. We aren't sure, they'll say, but we're willing to do anything. I'll ask them to describe their life to me. It's busy, they say. We both go to work in the morning and we don't finish up until seven. We homeschool. How do you do that, I'll say, if you're going to work? Oh, well, we work from home, so between meetings we set the kids up on the iPad. And our kids do ballet and football and tennis and art camp. And we love to travel. Seven times a year, we take vacations. We rent places to stay for a few weeks at a time, but we never enjoy it because we're working from home and we argue the entire time. I'm getting a second degree and they're getting a third degree. And when we're lucky, we do the Peloton not once, but twice a day. At that point, I'm usually ready to fall asleep just thinking about how exhausting it all sounds. What I see so clearly though, that their relationship is in the pits because their life is an exhausting treadmill of achievements and aspirations and attempts at efficiency that only create more room for other things to be efficient at, they don't see it at all. I'll usually share my findings. I'll say, you know, that sounds like a lot. It's no wonder that you're unhappy. We know that couples that have a lot of stress in their lives struggle and that you especially struggle if you don't know how to manage that stress together. To me, it sounds like so much of the disconnect is a reaction to stress. There is the stress that you can't control like the pandemic, but there's also this stress that you keep adding on. Couples will fight hard against me on this one. No, they'll say. These are things that we can't remove from our life. These are things we're committed to. We just have to figure out how to work around it because we have to work these jobs. We have to work these hours. We have to send Abby to band camp. And if we don't send Sage to art camp, they're not going to succeed. And of course, we need to host playdates. And of course, we need to cook a healthy dinner every night. Or that's just neglect. They dig their heels in. They dig them in deep to their false sense of we can do it all. We can do it all. All of these things can fit and you, the therapist, are supposed to tell us how to magically make our relationship fit too. They'll say this even when I tell them that many of the things they're doing are harming their relationship. They'll do it even when I say that I know they can be efficient at everything else in their life by adding in an app or by getting extra help. But their relationship isn't the same. Eventually though, they do come around. They begin to see that the life they've designed has been designed to be stressful. They begin to understand that if they're really 
are no apps or efficiencies that are going to replace the power of actually taking time together, that they are going to have to take the time together and that there's still only 24 hours in the day, which means they're going to have to get rid of some other things. Once they're able to get to this point, we take a lot of time to talk about why. Why does life need to be so stressful? What are the underlying fears that if you allow life to be easy, that if you don't keep adding in more and doing more, what's the fear? What will be the problem? And what would you need to give up? And how is it going to feel to give that up in order for your relationship to improve? If you're listening to me right now and you're thinking, well, these people are not me. My stress is all necessary stuff. That might be true. Very, very much might be true. And I do work with many couples where it's not a stress by design life, where there is just stress and they are not designing that stress. It is unfortunately something that is happening to them. And you might be in the type of relationship where there is a lot of stress by design. I want to encourage you to really think about how much of what you do is actually necessary. How much of what you do is something that isn't necessary. And this can be really hard because it means unraveling your narrative of what it means to be good, to be a good parent, a good achiever, a good worker, a good neighbor, a good friend, a healthy person. But taking time to look at what actually matters to you and what you actually want to put your energy into can make all of the difference for your well-being and for your relationship. I'm Liz Earnshaw. I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist, and I'm the author of I Want This to Work. You can find me on Instagram at Liz Listens. Thank you so much for listening to Good Risings. We love to hear from you. So please take a moment to leave us a review. Until next time, love on your loved ones. And when that gets hard, tune in to me to learn how to hash it out. We have some exciting news. You can now search more than 700 Good Risings episodes on the new Fathom.fm app, the podcast player from the future. Go to Fathom.fm slash Good Risings, ask questions and hear answers directly from the Good Risings podcast. Good Risings is presented by Cavalry Audio.